right. It is that time. Paul, we are – it's football week, baby. We got a real it game. It is. Four days. hours. Now a little more than that. 72 hours away. Awesome. We finally made it. Huge week. Who you got in the opening night game? Yeah, hard not to take Tampa, especially um someone's out for I just the Zach Martin, they're like guard oh, is yeah. out. So that's yeah, that's not good for Dallas at all. Did you watch Hard Knocks this year? I have been. It's not great, but I still like the music gets me and like just hearing like the sprinkler stuff, it's like it's terrible, but I love it. Does it make you buy into Dallas more this year or are you down on them? I I'd say I'm like middle. I don't know if I have a strong opinion. They, they it's like they don't really focus on players this year. It's just all about Jerry Jones. The it's just an infomercial for Jerry Jones, basically. No, I think it'll be Bill, pretty good. Bill Simmons made a point that I actually kind of agreed with. He was kind of out on Hard Knocks this year, and I I do like it, but he says he's out on it because they hit the same like every year is very similar in terms of like you follow four guys who are on the brink of getting yep. cut. You know, most of the time they don't make, I mean, it's, it's just the same, like they hit the same notes every year, but I mean, I still, I still fall for it every year, but I am maybe getting to the point where I'm like, all right, I know exactly how this is going to go. Yeah. And I think this season would have been better if it wasn't, if Dak wasn't hurt. Cause he just, the first episode they were building, it seemed like it was yeah. just going to be all about Dak, which would have been kind of cool, but then he gets hurt to so like, okay, shit, I guess we're going to care about Ben DiNucci, God, which is um, too hard to do. <laughs> I also learned Ezekiel Elliott's weird as hell. I feel like. He's a very strange dude. Yeah. He's weird. Him wrapping a present was great content. Uh, all right. Let's get rolling. We got our top seven to unveil today. Um, last week, you and I agreed pretty. We had six out of the seven, same bottom tiers. Before we get to our top seven, though, news and notes. Dude, I feel like our Who Says No segment manifested a trade because we were on, we were trying to move Jameis or Taysom Hill. Yeah. And Jameis got moved. And, and the team that we were in on was with, uh, the Ty Hurst and Jorgensen's because uh, Ty Hurst has Winston, Jorgensen's had Hill. We said one way or the other, they just got to get both of them. Um, yeah. It happened. And it so happened. Ty yeah. Dealt, Ty Hurst dealt Winston for Visca Chenault and a third. Uh, how'd you break down that trade? Was there a clear winner? Um, what do you think? I, I, I liked it for both. I, I really like LaVisca. So adding and the nice thing about him getting LaVisca is he doesn't need him. So it, it, he can just kind of plug him in wherever. He's not going to have overly rely on it. Um, and those guys needed a second quarterback desperately. So having Taysom, I think that was a it was a smart move to get Jameis. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if there really is a winner. It, it could it would be an issue if one of their QBs get hurt because now they only have two, one of which being Brady, who's old. Um, so there's some risk there, but they've their team's loaded, as we'll see in my rankings. There, I have my high up there. Yeah, they um, Tyre's team is really good. I think it was fair, really fair for both. Um, I'd say Tyre's the one place he was lacking depth was wide receiver. He's got Hill and Boyd, but then after that, it was just Russell Gage. Um, and then yeah, Peoples Jones, Slayton, not much. Visca's awesome. I think Visca's. I've seen some DeAndre Hopkins comps, which is uh, – Yeah, that might be a little slow to roll a little bit. That, right. I really like LaVisca, but, I mean, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is pretty, pretty fucking good. <laughs> then, like you said, the Jorgensen, they're defending champs, and the one place that they were missing was um, quarterback. They lost Breeze. Hill's not the starter. And so to get Winston in there uh, to go with Cousins, now their team. Uh, I had him at 11th, actually, pre-trade, but now that uh, definitely bumps them up um, into that probably – uh seven eight nine range and so my rankings probably would change if i would have done them post trade but i'd say like you said good trade by both 
um, yeah. Other news and notes from the week. I'd say the other big thing, uh, quick letter grades from you. What'd you think of Donda and certified lover boy? I refuse to listen to Donda. I just, I can't do it. I just okay. can't get wrap my head around. I just can't. Kanye's just, you know, I can still listen to the old music and it doesn't bother me, but like, I just can't get excited about new Kanye. Uh, like certified B. It's not bad. Yeah. It seemed like people liked it. And then as soon as I saw him with Marilyn Manson too, I'm like, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to allow my emotional <laughs> emotions to get into Kanye. Uh, certified lover boy needs to be edited, but it's pretty good. It's just so long. These 20 songs and they do this just to like boost the stream numbers and stuff, which I get trying to make more money, but it's like, just make a concise 13 song album, please. But so far it's not too bad. Typical Drake kind of music. Favorite song? Like um, I'm so bad at names because I was like listening to her out. Um, I don't know what would be my favorite song. I don't know. No comment. Wow. All right. No, no, none. Yeah. I'm telling you, listeners, Paul, when he was uh, 21, he would have had a breakdown of each song by Paul now. Breakdown. This is, yeah. This is, when we talk about NFL players being dusty, like Paul is dusty right now on his. So like, dusty. Right I'm so bad with the music. It's I'm tough. just an old man. I just listen to what I like and. That's what I do. It's bad. You're the one telling all the kids, like, rap music back in my day. Exactly. So Get off better. my fucking porch with this auto-tune bullshit, kids. Yep. <laughs> fucking auto-tune. All right, let's keep going with our rankings. We did bottom let's seven. A refresher on mine. I have it pulled up quick. I had uh, Peja at 14, Derek at 13, uh, John at uh, 12, Jorgensen's were at 11, Seth 10, Billy and Alec were nine, Housie, first team in the playoffs for me at eight, do you have yours on hand for a recap of who your bottoms eight were? Yeah, it was Peja, McGill, Derek, Billy and Alec, John, Fick, Housie. All right, let's go. Top seven today. Paul, who do you have as your seventh, the seven seed heading into the year? I have Minor. Okay, we agree on that one. I have Minor right there too. Break Ooh, down his boom. team. Our yeah. second exacto. Uh, yeah, so lots of like on his team. Uh, elite backfield with Dalvin Cook and Najee Harris. Uh, everything coming out about Najee Harris seems like he's going to be pretty good and get a lot of work there. So really like that. Uh, DK Metcalf, great. He's got – I like that he has two legitimate starting tight ends. Like he's starting both from right now. That just – I love that for if he has an injury and he needs to trade one of them, that, that could be a good piece for him. So I like his tight ends. And he's got some kind of fun guys that could, could really pop this year, Judy and Tua specifically. What's holding him back is the quarterbacks, though. So his quarterbacks are Tua Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know how long Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play, but even when Jimmy Garoppolo is the starter there, while he wins games, he doesn't tear it up from a fantasy perspective. And then Tua, it's just I we just don't know enough. So that's probably the only thing that held him at this spot. But, yeah, I think he definitely has a good enough team to beat anybody on in any given week. Yeah, I think you broke it down really well. Actually, I had Zach at six, so we weren't right on. My bad. Okay. I, my spreadsheet's sides off. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who my uh, seven seed is here in a second. But yeah, uh, with Zach, I agree. Um, his letter grades for me, A minus at the running back with Harrison Cook. Uh, probably the best tandem maybe in the league. Um, Isaac has a really good tandem too. Uh, not much depth there, depending on how Fournette does, but still that top two is great. I got an A minus at running back, B plus at receiver with DK, OBJ, Judy, and me, Cole Hardman, A minus at tight ends. And so his letter grades are great, but where it, the, like you said, quarterbacks, a C minus. Jimmy G, I don't think he starts for the first, maybe first handful of games, maybe after that he's done. And then you got Goff, who might be one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league. Um, 
especially with the weapons or lack thereof you have around him. And then Tua, a lot of hype on him, but he's still probably a quarterback 15 to 20 uh, every week starting wise. So that's the only thing that I had it maybe holding Zach up, but he's still, I have him down as the sixth best team this year. Um, you're a big Najee Harris fan, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I, I really like that where he landed. Um, I think there's pretty big separate, of course, not with that TN hurt, but pretty big separation between him and Williams. So I think he's going to be pretty good and they're going to give him the ball a lot. They claim we'll see. Ben might just go rogue and start audible and at the line and go back to pass happy stuff. But yeah, I in think he's going to be good. In our other league we're in together, just for behind the current stuff, Paul, you dealt me Christian McCaffrey uh, for Najee Harris and a future first. Yep. So um, kind of speaks to that. You like Harris, like the upside. Um, and maybe you just thought CMC's at that age where you like to deal running backs. I don't know. I've won that league three times in a row. I just, want to start sharing then so i said i hook you up that's appreciated did you have thick did you rank thick last week or is he coming up i did i had thick at eight or nine got you so he's right there we talked about his team last week great quarterbacks good running backs just needs maybe some help in the receiver and tight end spot all right let's go to then the sixth seed in your uh preseason rankings who do you have ranked number six at end of the year i have travis old jet bear number six okay and i have him higher i have him at four so i'm a little higher on you okay. on him than you are you have him at six um how would you break down his team what would you say about it love the receivers i'm, I'm really excited to see ridley this year with no julio i think he's gonna be really good um he's got a couple of sneaky guys in mooney and Corey davis i think both those guys while they're not like stars by any means are gonna be really consistent starters uh it'll be interesting if rugs develops there's obviously a lot of talent there just if he gets playing pretty good and then uh tyler lockett as well who's frustrates people because he either gets like five points or 30 but he obviously has a lot of a lot of upside um really like the running backs too and a lot of it is just the how fortunate he got with those injuries but having edwards and uh robinson ready to go paired that with montgomery which montgomery was incredible down the stretch last year we'll see how that holds up i'm a little worried about the mileage the miles on montgomery but if he can stay healthy knock on wood um, I, th I think his team's pretty good. Why I have him at six is quarterback. It'll be fine once he gets Lance, but until he has Lance, Daniel Jones and Derek Carr just aren't going to be the reason you win. Um, so he's just, his supporting cast is going to have to carry him quite a bit until Lance can come and save the day. I think what'll be interesting this year is when I look at like uh, Travis's team, Jet Bear here. So there are some teams like when I, there are some teams like Isaac's team, uh, Tyher's team, I'd say Jorgensen's now where they're like starting lineups are just freaking elite. And the depth is just not there. Yeah. Um, and then you look at, so then you compare it to like Travis's where I'd say he doesn't really have top end, like really anything besides Ridley. I'd say in redraft Ridley's going around pick 15 after that though, he, Travis has a bunch of guys going like in like the fourth through eighth rounds, but he's deep as hell. Like every position he has backups ready to go. And yep. so in a 14 team league, it'll kind of be a test to see, does this model work where, Hey, as long as you have above average to average talent, but it's, it's with backups galore, is that better? Or is it the teams that have the studs, but are an injury to away from, could that derail them? So I'd say with Travis's team, his letter grades, B at quarterback, B plus at running back, B plus at receiver, B plus at tight end. I might drop tight end a little bit now after the Troutman injury and they weren't even using him as a pass catcher in the preseason. So I don't know, but still it's just, that's that, like I said, he's just deep across the board, but no yeah. talent I'd say. 
Yeah, I think that's a, a good assessment. It'll be interesting too this this year with the expanded schedule, how that impacts injuries. I think you're going to see a lot of guys that would play in the past with a questionable status. They just sit them out because there's a full extra game. So they're going to be a little more conservative with it. So having a depth model could be great for those those situations where a guy might play and then you found out at the end he can't. But to your point, especially even just at running back alone, like he's got three guys on the bench that he could just plop in at a flex spot if he needed it in a pinch. Yeah, his running backs with Chase Edmonds, now Gus Edwards, Sermon, those three yep. could probably start for a lot of teams. Yeah, for sure. Push some of those teams we mentioned last week. So if you need a running back, Jet Bear might be the team to reach that's out the, to. That's it, yeah. Uh, number five. So I had Travis at four. You had him at six. Who's your number five team heading into the year? Uh, Jorgensen. All right. So this is where you. This was our one. Yeah. So we were yeah. way. This is our biggest yeah. difference. I think six spots. And would you bump him even more now after, or do you think this is still the right spot for him after getting Winston? So I swapped them and Jet Bear based on that trade. So I had them at six last week when we would have had the call. Um, Got you. And then just so I moved him up one spot. Um, and it's, I think it helps his team quite a bit getting that, just having that quarterback solidified is really big. Um, the only reason it wouldn't move him up more is I just think that we kind of enter into a new tier of teams after that spot, but yeah, I like that trade a lot for him. He's still just got so much talent. I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but the Diggs Hopkins combo is absolutely lethal. He's got Kamara who's going to have a massive year. Um, I, the quarterbacks is still obviously an issue with just having cousins and Jameis, but he can they're not going to lose games for him it's just the issue is that when he's in those high scoring games if they can do enough but yeah i think it's a it's a really deadly team nice yeah i definitely like i said i'd bump him from probably 11 down to around the seven eight nine kind of in that tier they were at a b minus overall letter grade the teams that are before uh so like travis and zach who we were talking about already i have them as a b so i'd bump them if they're at a b minus they probably actually do yeah that it's a pretty year. close they're right there yeah well, who you said this is the end of a tier for you. Who else was in? Who, who did you have grouped together in this uh, kind of middle of the playoffs tier? Housy, Zach, Travis, and Jorgensen kind of all are. I think they're very, very similar. Got you. Right in that nine through five range? Yep. Okay. Nice. So, yeah, we hit on Jorgensen's last week. That trade bumps them a little bit. Um, but still, maybe just some depth issues. Now, we talked tight end last week, uh, and I'd say – quarterback maybe still and then losing visco they might have a little wide receiver depth issues too but that top end talent is very good um all right so now we're going top four here first round home field advantage in the playoffs if they can stick there uh, i had jet bear at number four we talked about them already who do you have at number four i have myself at number four all right so you're sitting at the four spot what do you like about your team what are you worried about with your team so i really like my quarterback situation uh, with Rodgers and Wilson and then having Jalen Hurts, I don't like my decisions I'm going to be making every week because I'm going to get that wrong a few times, which that sometimes can be an issue. But I like that. Like, if I have an injury, I'm good there. I think my receivers are probably my ultimate strength with CD, Jefferson, and, and Cup. Um, the things that worry me a bit, I hate my tight end room. I've been trying to trade for a tight end. I just can't can't get one. Uh, I don't know anything about – I don't know how Tyler Hippie's going to do. He's got a new quarterback. That offense is going to be a lot different than it – it was last year. Now they actually have a real quarterback there. So I'm not sure about that. I don't know if Cole Komet's quite ready to take, take over their, the job in Chicago. Um, and then kind of my running back too is a bit of an issue. Cream Hunt was great last year because Chubb was hurt, but we'll, we'll have to see how much, how consistent he can be with Chubb there. So I have you as the best team in the league. You are my favorite. Really? You're oh, my wow. Favorite to win it. 
Um, Interesting. So I think you might be being modest about your team. Possible. A little reverse jinx action. Yeah, trying to reverse jinx it, will it into that top spot. But yeah, you're, uh, so you're, my ratings for your quarterback room's an A-. minus. Russ, Rodgers, Hurts. Um, you know, it'd probably be an A-plus if we just knew Hurts was going to play out. Yeah, I don't know. The Eagles are just being so wishy-washy with him. But um, I, I believe in talent. And it, he's so good fantasy-wise, which is a little different than real life because of his rushing upside. Running back room, I have you as an A-. minus. You have Taylor, who's a stud. Your running back two is an issue, but you're deep there. Like, honestly, Hunt, um, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, Geo, you can plug and play any of those guys, and they'll be good. Wide receivers, A-. Uh, top three are incredible. Drops off a little bit after Cup, Jefferson, and Lamb. But Crowder and Brown are fine. Who dropped Brown last year? Peja? I think so, yeah. I paid an absurd amount. I think I went, like, all my entire fab budget We're on him. Up. It was, yeah, so Peja dropped him. I think it was right when that happened because it, it says October 14th, the 20th, and I signed him on the 21st. And then he signed with the Bucks pretty shortly. So he must have, like, he cut him, like, right when he signed, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's pissed about that. Tough, tough timing. I do have your tight ends as a C plus, and so that, like you said, Higby being yeah, problematic. a little above average, but overall you are an A-minus team. I only have one other A-minus team, so my number two team is tied with yours. We'll see if uh, maybe who my number two team is. You have at number one. We'll find out here in a sec. Who do you have at number three? Number three, I have Isaac. Okay. You have Isaac at three. I have Isaac at five. So we're pretty close on him. Um, what are you seeing with Isaac's team? CMC is just so good. I think that it often gets forgotten about how unbelievably good he is, especially relative to what else is out there. Because it's just, him and Kamara are just so much better than – when you're just talking about that, like Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, people that like most teams are starting. When you have someone that can get 15 point more points than them every single week, it's just an incredible, incredible advantage. Um, and then his running back two is most people's best running back in Aaron Jones. So that that one two punch you brought, I think it was minor team you were talking about is a good, really good running back room. I'd say this is probably the only one that's better. Um, like the receivers, a lot of upside there, especially Scary Terry having a more aggressive quarterback. I think he could really pop um so it's just it's just kind of a solid team overall of course josh allen it'll it'll be interesting if we see josh allen be as good as he was last year um but team solid i think the only thing that kind of holds them back a bit is the question marks around sam darnold and the depth the depth thing you've been talking about really looking at his his bench outside of melvin gordon and sammy Watkins. it's kind of tough to trust any of those guys down there so when injuries and bye weeks start to happen he could be in for some some challenges, but overall, I really like his team. Yep, I have him as a B overall, and the thing I have down is just not deep at all, but his starting lineup's good. His quarterbacks are a B. Um, he really has two starters, Darnold and Allen, and so Allen's elite, Darnold not so much, so he's right in the middle of a B. Running backs, he's an A. There's only one other team that I actually have as an A. Zach had his A-, minus, so I think there's a, bet, there's a running back room that's on par with Isaacs. Um, we haven't mentioned their team yet, though. But I have him as an A. Wide receivers, B minus. Uh, love Johnson and McLaurin. That's actually a pretty good one, too. After that, Mike Williams yeah. is fine. Then it's nothing. Um, and then tight ends are pretty bad. Now that Ingram's hurt, he's really just got Blake Jarwin uh, and Mo Ali Cox, who uh, that's not great. So his tight end room's kind of in the similar spot as yours. Uh, so B overall, that's the thing is if he had Michael Tom, if he had Michael Thomas from two years ago and he added that to Jonte and Terry, he's probably up toward he might be 
he's definitely top two for me. Um, that trade just that the the timing of that trade was just killer. Yeah, brutal. It'll be, it'll be interesting when he comes back and what he looks like because adding a piece like that late in the in the season could be a humongous momentum builder for him because he that like you said solves his depth issues and going from Michael Thomas going from Mike Williams to Michael Thomas is game changer. So I had him at five, you had him at three here, top two. So this is our championship preview. Um, who do you have in the championship? Who is your number two team? I have pops. All right. So you got Ty Hurst. He just traded Winston for Visca. Did that move him up? No, hang on. And also tiers wise, we should have mentioned. So the last tier break you said was at five, I think with the Jorgensen's in that area. Yep. Are these top four in the same tier, or do you have like a, a another tier break somewhere in here? Yeah, I think me and Isaac are about the same. So four and three and four is one, and then the last two right. is a, a separate. I think the top these two top teams are quite a bit better. All right, so you got Tyhurst at uh, number two. He just and, and did he move after this Visca deal up or down, or did he just stay at he, two? He he didn't. I think it's about the same. Again, really like Visca, but it's just now he doesn't have another quarterback to put in there. So I think that it ends up being about about the same overall okay. for him. What do you like about his team? Uh, having Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey is really, really, really great thing to have. He, I, When I was looking at his roster, it's he should have just gotten Mahomes and just gone all in Kansas City Chiefs and just blown us all away. But I really like them because that's just like you can get 60 points out of those, those two at any time. I uh, love Kyler Murray. I don't know how Brady is still good, but like when I looked it up and saw that he was the number eight fantasy quarterback last year, like I like did a double take. I never would have thought he was that good just kind of from watching it, but you just saw with all the weapons there and the, he just is somehow still good at 44 years old. Um, really like the backfield King Henry and Eckler. I think Eckler is going to have a big year if he's, if he's healthy this year. Um, the flex, there's a little bit. Of, I, I'm really high on Russell Gage. I don't love that he's starting James, James Connor, but he, he probably ends up going, going with Chanel there, but yeah, overall, it's just there's just so many stars on this team. He's got to kind of your point when you're talking about redraft league. He's got three elite players. Yeah, he's my number two team. So I, I have him, and I have him in the same tier as you. You were an A minus overall. He's a A minus overall. So it's it's one in the same. Sure. Coin flip quarterbacks. I have him as an A minus. Kyler and Brady are just incredible. Maybe it's a B plus now without Winston. Uh, running backs A. So I'd say his running back room rivals Isaacs. Um, Isaac's still probably a little better, but when you got Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler, um, those are two uh, top 10 picks in redraft. But then honestly, Connor Hines and Sony Michelle are also mid-round picks that are good. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Bi-week type guys. His receiver room did need some help aside uh, behind Tyree Kill and uh, Tyler Boyd. So getting Visca is actually perfect for his team. And then Travis Kelsey, he's got the best tight end. So his receivers were B minus. Tight ends were an A, A minus overall. Um, yeah, I have him in the championship as well. Uh, against you, um, you, who's your final team? Who do you have atop the rankings? It's gonna sound like we're just this podcast is just to give each other compliments because I have you number I have you number one. Okay. And I have I'm at three. I put myself at three. Um why do you have me at one? We'll see where we're off a little bit. quarterbacks. It's the most important thing. We start to, it's the most important position in having having Herbert and Mahomes. Now, granted, your undoing could be if if we see any sort of that sophomore slump or regression from Herbert, but he seemed 
pretty poised last year and now he's got the full offseason. I, I don't have any reason to expect him not being good. Um, similar to, to Ty team, you have the star power. You have AJ Brown, Sutton, Zeke, Swift. Uh, I, yeah, I, and the guy is sneaky. One of your sneaky best players is John Smith. I think John Smith is going to be really good in England. If you look at how much they paid him, Hunter Henry is hurt. Um, the receivers there have question marks. I think you're going to see, especially with Mac Jones playing a lot of that seam stuff with Johnny Smith. So I think, yeah, I think he's, he's going to have a good year. Um, your flexes like compared to other people is pretty wild too with Gibson and Landry, who until he's 50 years old, will still be a wide receiver too. He's just Mr. Consistent. So very strong team. So I, I see where I'm down a little bit. I do have, so my grades, I have an A at quarterback. I think I, I, I wouldn't swap quarterback like quarterbacks for quarterbacks with anybody you yeah. forgot to mention Wentz who's top 15 as well um so that's he was uh, he was left off on purpose don't worry um running backs I have as an A um Zeke Gibson Swift Pollard Dylan um so I have it kind of on par with other ones but I think my receiving room actually C plus I think this is where I'm down it's receivers and tight end just injury question marks AJ Brown always has something going on with his knee Sutton's coming back from an ACL then after that, it drops off. You mentioned Landry. He's a fine wide receiver three, but then I'm banking on Marshall to be all right. And I don't have really anybody after that. And so you I get the COVID yet Beasley. What's that? You get the COVID yet Beasley. Oh, yeah. I forgot that Derek cut him for some reason. So I, I mean, that gives a little bit of insurance, but I hate Cole Beasley. So he's very available. Tight ends. I'm hopeful on Janu. Goddard situation, I don't like at all because one, I don't love Hertz's quarterback, and two, they just won't get rid of Hertz. Um, so I have that as a C plus overall, I have it at a B plus. I have myself kind of in between a tier. I think you and uh, Ty Hurst are above me, but I think I'm maybe just a little bit better than the, uh, Travis, Isaac, Zach, Fick, Housies who are, who are in Jorgensen who are sure. right nipping on my heels. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess we'll, we'll have to see. Um, one of the things, I don't know if you saw this during the rankings, kind of put a ball on it. It's just how minus Peja's team I'd say and Peja's rebuilding he has three first round picks so it makes sense yeah it's pretty bound like I, I compare it to your league that I'm in another league with you which is a 12 team league but it's going on longer but there is just a way wider gaps between top and bottom compared yep. to this league and I don't know if just because it's new people are a little more conservative trading but like in your other league teams are loaded some some people have five first round picks it's just a wild like gap disparity where this league doing rankings I don't think there's too much disparity really from Derek's team up to, to your team. Yeah, I, I agree. And it is, it, it's typical to see it, especially in the first year, but it's good that it's sustained. I think it's going to make it more fun because it'll be more parody and with a couple injuries could sh like completely shape the, the season. So I think it's a good healthy thing. And cause you always want one or two teams kind of outwardly rebuilding. So, so you do have that and you have the teams kind of going on. So yeah, it's a, it, I struggled making this list because there's so many teams where you're just like flip a coin because they're, they're so similar. Exactly. I, I wonder if part of it too, again, being new, do you, would you say, like, I kind of have a philosophy with this early on is I very rarely will deal my first round pick. Even like in your other league, I gained a bunch of picks, but I always kind of just want to hold mine because it, it just leaves, I don't know. I, I mean, and I feel like everybody else has done that. And you saw it like in the rookie pool, there seems to always be 14 good rookies. Even at the end of the first round, you got Trey Sermon coming in. You got uh, Michael Carter. Um, yeah. Second round, Terrence Marshalls, Batemans, who are all of these in redraft are going top 10 rounds. It just feels like if you keep those picks, 
you and you have a bad year, boom, all of a sudden you got Kyle Pitts or Justin Fields coming to restart your team. And if you have a good year, you're still getting somebody to help load up even more. So I, I think being cautious with those picks helps create, keep the parity versus the, in your, in the other league where in those things seem to just fly around, people just trade them like candy. And I feel like yeah. that can lead to a balance shift um, pretty quickly. Yeah. I, I always like keeping your pick too, because you control your own destiny. Right. If you control your pick and you have some injuries and you need to make a few trades because you're going to do kind of like a, a mini tank, you can do that. The worst thing ever is when you don't have your pick and that happens and you're, there's no incentive for you to, to start losing. So you just have to kind of just deal with it. But yeah, because I'm trying to think last year, there wasn't exactly there was two, two teams didn't have their first round pick in this last draft. I think maybe, maybe there's only one. So yeah. Right. So I think, yeah. Are being judicious. Isaac, Isaac dealt for Thomas. And I think one was like a deadline deal where Tyhurst knew he was competing. And so he gave John a first round pick for Eckler, I think, which turned out to be kind of good for both. John ends up getting yeah. uh, Kyle Pitts. I'm pretty sure with that pick. Or maybe it was the later on one actually where he got um maybe he got Waddle there actually. And then Tyrus got Eckler. So um all right, let's finish with some segments. Who said no? We might have sparked a trade last week. Let's see if we can spark another one. Get another one first today. Okay. Um, you're gonna be Zach Miner. All right. Okay. So pull up his team. And I'm glad you mentioned earlier in the podcast how Zach has a lot of tight ends. He has three, I think, pretty good ones. Fant, Logan Thomas, Gronk. Fant kind of more out of the future, but still good now. Thomas and Gronk, a little older. Um, but I feel like those are um, – you could part with one of them. So I'm Isaac. We're right by each other in the pre-rankings. I call you up. Zach, I want one of those tight ends. What do you say to this? Now, your top two running backs are fine. You have not much depth there. I looked on the trade chart. I tell you what, this is even. Both of these guys are an 18 overall. You give me Logan Thomas. I'll give you Melvin Gordon. Who says no? Ooh. Both are 18s on the trade chart. You get that third third string running back. You live in Denver. I get an old tight end who was productive at the end of last year. You can plug Gronk in for the Thomas spot while adding a little bit of insurance to your good but thin running back room. Yeah, that's a that's interesting interesting one i would think about doing it i think i would try to do gronk first yeah even if it was like what if i do gronk in a fourth for for gordon but if if there was no negotiation room i might pull the trigger on that honestly just because to your point they need that third back really bad you can't trust mark ingram i i for some reason trust I just think Gordon's reaching that. I don't know how much longer he'll be effective. So I would maybe say Isaac throws in maybe like a fourth or fifth for Thomas, or if you flip it, maybe you just ask for Gronk in like a third, right? Melvin or like, yeah. Yeah, Melvin for Gronk in a fourth or a third, but I think it's close. Yeah. That's that, that would be an interesting trade. All right. What do you got? All right. So I have a, I have to write down the team name. Uh, I am Pops and you are Fick. So like I said earlier, I have him as the number two team. Yep. He wants to go win it this year. He picks up the phone, calls Fick. Fick just had that injury, so you're not sure where he's at. I want Dak Prescott because I want two elite quarterbacks. So I'm going to oh, go beat boy. Taylor. I'm going to give you Tom Brady. 
yeah, I'm going to give you Brady. Fick just seems like a Brady guy, so I think this this will be good for you. Brady, first, second, third for Dak. Oh, Brady, first, second, third. Who did Fick just lose? Oh, Etienne? Etienne. All right, so Fick gets... So it doesn't kill Fick's season because you can play Brady. Yeah. Hurts his, hurts his ceiling quite a bit, but... So you get some picks, and it doesn't nuke your season. Here's what's interesting about Tyhurst is Tyhurst is a big um, – Tyhurst is usually the opposite way, where Tyhurst usually wants picks, at least in baseball. It hasn't been that way in football, though. Kind of interesting. Okay, I think Fix actually may be a big Dak guy. Um, all right, if I'm looking at Tyhurst, you know, if Tyhurst gets Dak, he's finishing probably top four unless a miracle happens. So I'm picking around 10. I'm picking around pick – 24 and they get Tom Brady for a few years. I think I'd have to, I think I'd need two firsts in the deal. Yeah. Second. It'd probably yeah, be like Brady and two firsts for Dak. And I think I'd potentially do that. Yeah. That's probably fair. It's crazy how huh? like a starting, we talked about it in, in the draft pod with your Mahomes trade. It's just the elite quarterbacks in these types of leagues are, are just worth everything. And, and I've heard that, and quarterbacks that can run it. Because I think with Brady, he yeah. was quarterback eight last year. But with quarterbacks like him, Stafford, Rodgers, who all finished like top, you know, they they were very good last year. You just know if they have one one of those years, like like you look at Rodgers. Rodgers, they threw every time inside the five. If they had changes to where they Aaron Jones gets in more times, when they don't have that rushing floor, it can turn a top ten season into more around like quarterback eighteen to twenty two pretty quick. So giving up the running quarterback to get the old, not mobile quarterback, I think I need two firsts. Yeah, and, and to your point, last year, if you just compare Brady to like a good comfort, Dak would be like how Deshaun Watson did last year. He scored yeah. 50, 50 less points. So while he's eight, there is a pretty big gap there. So you stretch that over over the season, that's an extra five points a game. Definitely. All right, a few ideas for trades there, Paul. We'll see. I don't know if we'll be able to go weekly now with work starting and everything, but we'll try to maybe hit up. Maybe we can do like quarterly recaps, talk about who won the money for the quarter, um, talk about, uh, yeah, the, the, the who's doing well, um, et cetera. So we'll try to make this maybe quarterly bop in throughout the season. But uh, I'm excited, man. I'm pumped for Thursday and for Sunday. Yeah, can't wait. Start the season by beating you too. It's going to be great. We play in both leagues. We're, yeah, we're going to be – our text is going to be excessive probably Wild weekend. next weekend. Are you a Sunday fun day guy? Like, do you have drinks while you watch, or are you a Sunday scare guy? Like, I don't want to drink at all. I'll watch the games, but I'm not trying to feel like crap on Monday too. Yeah, I I don't get into it too much. I don't foresee myself – there definitely were some Mitch Trubisky times where I had to had to crack crack some beers just to, just to cry myself to sleep. But now that things are calm and happy in Chicago, I think just coffee and water. <laughs> Any bold predictions for the season? Bold. Um, Let me ask you I, this. Yeah, go ahead. Bears. I uh, I did a wins pool with a lot of people in this league. Um, I got the Bears at the twenty eighth pick. Are they going over or under seven and a half wins? I could have picked the Bears, Bengals, or Jets. Yeah, they've been a po- people are. It seems like it's a popular thing to say that the Bears are gonna be really bad. Part of it's because their schedule is so damn hard because those dumbasses made the playoffs last year for no reason whatsoever. Um, but I think people forget how 
many good players are still on that team. So I would be surprised if they don't get at least eight wins. So you pick them over the Bengals or uh, Jets if you're my They're shoes? definitely – oh, yeah, over the Bengals and Jets for, for sure. I think the Jets are going to be really bad. Okay. They have a lot of rebuilding there. I like Salah a lot, but I don't think we're good. And the Bengals – like, Zach Taylor's won, like, three games. I have no confidence that Zach Taylor's a good coach. The Vikings, I think the Bears will be better than the Vikings this year. The Vikings are going to be bad. I don't know about that. I think they're similar. The Vikings, the Vikings are like a lot of teams in this league where the starters across the board are pretty good, but their depth is so bad that it's going to be messy. Their front seven on defense is really good. I don't know about their secondary. The Irv Smith thing hurts. Kills. I mean, we'll see how Herndon can step in, but I think Irv is going to have a big year. That's bummer for him. All right, man. Enjoy watching football this weekend. Everybody else, enjoy. Good luck to the uh, first week of many. All right. Talk to you later. Take it easy. Bye.